0: The Liturgical Sense of the Readings at Mass Today's first reading for the fifth Sunday in Easter is very interesting from a historical perspective. What we have learned from the readings of the book of Acts from the third and fourth week in Easter is that the church in Jerusalem is growing in number. Acts chapter 2, verse 41, informed us that those who had accepted Peter's sermon at Pentecost were baptized and amounted to about 3,000 persons. then, in chapters three through five of Acts. What this' doing there is largely recounting the works and miracles of the apostles and, and then being viewed by the Jewish religious establishment as a threat. Because of the growth of the church, and thereby treated them accordingly as threats. Now comes today's reading, Acts chapter 6, verses 1 through 7, that begins with a problem. The fast growth of the early Catholic community had apparently stretched the resources of the church. As the number of disciples continue to grow to Texas, the Hellenists complained against the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution. There appears to be some dissension or favoritism that is taking place during the daily distribution of charity for the widows. There is some favor being shown here to the Hebrew-Palestinian Jewish culture widows uh, against the widows from the Hellenist Greek-Diaspora Jewish culture. The resolution that the Twelve Apostles decided to remedy this issue with was to appoint seven Hellenist Greek Jews with the task of serving at table so that the apostles could devote themselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. It is unclear how choosing only disciples who were obviously Hellenistic Greek Jews, evident by their names, would balance the scales at the daily distribution. Moreover, Luke does not feel the need to give us an accounting of any of them performing that particular job of daily distribution. as much as he is interested in telling us that their duties expanded, as we find Stephen and Philip preaching in the public in the later chapters of Acts, preaching wasn't one of the things they were called to do. They were supposed to be serving at table. Notwithstanding that, according to the text today, the proposal was accepted by the whole community, so they chose Stephen, a man filled with faith and the Holy Spirit. Also Philip, Procus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenius, and Nicholas of Antioch, a convert to Judaism. They presented these men to the apostles who prayed and laid hands on them. Now that this administrative hiccup in the church has been resolved by the anointing of these new servant ministers, Luke's important message of the early church's growth and expansion returns, writing, The word of God continued to spread, and the number of the disciples in Jerusalem increased greatly. Even a large group of priests were becoming obedient to the faith. Here, the author Luke is not only telling us how many were entering the church, but also how socially and culturally diverse it was. Not only were widows and ordinary Hebrews and Hellenists entering the church, but also were converts to Jerusalem, such as Nicholas of Antioch, and even educated and well-trained Jewish priests. We're coming to follow Jesus. Yet, diversity is something we come into our faith with, but not something we lead with. Rather, we come as many, but leave as one, as Christ Jesus prayed in John 17, chapter 11, we would. Holy Father, keep them in your name that you have given me so that they may be one just as we are and the apostle Paul instructed in 1st Corinthians chapter 10 verse 17 saying because the loaf of bread is one we though many are one body for we all partake of the one loaf As the Holy Trinity, and as the body of Christ is, so are we being made into one people for one God. What makes us a distinct and set-apart people is not who we came into the faith as, but who we were made into, who we were baptized into, which the second reading today from First Peter chapter two verses four through nine tells us you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of his own, so that you may announce the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his wonderful lights. Or Our race is not anything that the world has told us it is. It has told us that we are black and brown and white and yellow and red. or Whatever those obvious skin pigmentation observations were, desire to do to us, are not what the Holy Spirit is teaching here. Our race is not a skin pigment or a melanin composition. Rather, our race is that we were chosen and that our vocation is belonging to the royal priesthood to make spiritual sacrifices. And our nation is not where we were born or what country has given us citizenship. Rather, our nation is called holy, which means that our Nationality is holy, and we were called by God out of darkness and into his wonderful lights and into his race, nation, and vocation to announce his praises. Today's gospel reading from chapter 4, verses 1 through 12, John has all the markings of being a scene from a sitcom. Notice how our Lord goes through extensive measures to assure his disciples that they have nothing to worry about, saying, "Do not let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God; also have faith in me in my Father's house. There are many dwelling places if there will not, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and take you to myself so that where I am, you may also be. Where I am going, you know the way. Then, No sooner than Jesus gets done telling them not to worry, just to have faith, I'm coming back. And when I come back, I'll take you to where I went, because you know the way to get there. Because I just told you a few chapters ago that I am the way. No sooner than he says that, Thomas and Philip cannot help themselves but to tell everyone that they are worried. anxious and they have very little faith and and clearly they just haven't been paying much attention to anything jesus has said the past three years thomas is asking master we do not know where you are going how can we know the way philip is saying master show us the father and that will be enough for us The reason why the one holy Catholic and apostolic church is antithetical to diversity in a way is because diversity is about independence. It's about isolation and it it points to the self for the sake of self exclaiming, look at me, I'm different. Yet God is so completely one that even a son cannot point anywhere but to the Father. Even when Christ points to himself, he is pointing to the Father. Responding to Thomas asking for the way, Christ says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And to Philip asking to see the Father, Jesus said, how can you say, Show us the Father. Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I speak to you, I do not speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me is doing his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. At every moment, Jesus points to his Father and to the unity and oneness of the Holy Trinity. The consistent message in today's reading is that the call to unity and oneness in Christ is so that we might put ourselves aside and serve His people so that they might find their way home as well, truly, Everything about the liturgy is focused on repeatedly reinforcing in us this teaching that we are one people of one God. We may have come to the liturgy as many, but we leave as one. This is why the priest is called to speak only what the church has given him to speak. And perform only the movements that the church has given him to perform. So that he will be in unity with all those who participate in the ordained sacrificial ministry. And while we have been giving all responses to speak. So that we might be in union with all of our brothers and sisters in the faith. And while we share the same one bread and one cup because there is no communion without union. That is, we cannot commune with Christ, the Holy Eucharist, if grave sin has broken our union with Him. The grace of union, through the absolving of our sin and the advancement of our union with Christ, through sanctification is the work of every sacrament of the Church and the divine symphony. As Christ, the bread is many but one. So too have we come as many but are called to leave the Mass as one in Christ Jesus. This is just one way how the readings at Mass this Sunday connect to the liturgy and how the liturgy is forming us how to live our lives in the world. Be in the world which you have received through the liturgy. I am David L. Gray. Visit me online at davidlgray.info for more content and context about the liturgical sense of the scriptures.